Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Swedish Football Mafia episode. What's the episode? One, one for one. One for one. It's that, one for one and one for all. That was like you were in um, when you were in that swingers club. You're like one for one. Yeah, and then I. And they were like, no, mate. We only bring couples in here. It's swingers, mate. And you're like, no, but one. I need to be in here for one. Yeah, it didn't work that well, did it? What? No, in the end, I was the one who everybody was on. What? What? So, so <laughs> you were the one yeah, for everyone. They misunderstood my one for one. <laughs> Have uh, you ever been involved in sordid sex clubs? Sordid sex clubs? No, sex clubs. Uh, Don't click that. that looks well, very it depends how you see it. Yeah, kind of. I've, I've been down with, you know, but not like I go... I've been down? Who are you? Rocky? No, but where I lived, you know, there, there's this place, but they're uh, usually for gay people. Yeah. But, you know, now and again, You've just some girl that you know, uh, that you're dating or something, she's like, what's that? And you tell her, like, that sounds kind of, you know, and maybe you're drunk, and then we've gone down and look and stuff. And, you know, look, touch. Wow. But now the guys... Maybe sometime when I was drunk, but I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> so, well, that was quite... Uh, but not a normal sex club. I haven't gone down there. Hello, how do I do? Yeah, take your shirt off and here's your strap on and go on. I don't know what I need a strap on for. But, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what the fuck goes on with those clubs. Sorry. Um, I've been... But the, my home is like a sex club. Yeah. We're, we're, in, we're in your house. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And you feed pigeons out of your... Um, yeah, window, yeah. Like some kind of... Weird Dr. Doolittle. I love it, mate. Yeah, but you're a weird person. What you do is you attract more pigeons. Yeah, I yeah. like to have, to have them there. They're vermin. No, they're I like, like just They're like rats with yeah, wings. They're not going inside my house, are they? They're sitting outside. That's fine. I just feel. Well, sitting outside, are they? Yeah, they're sitting outside. Have, have you got seats for them, have you? Literally. They're standing. When I go to the, yeah, okay. when I go to the kitchen, sometimes they can like understand that they start to make noise and then you walk there because they know I'm going to feed them. So, so they know. And the big birds, they fly as well. Like big food, I can leave it there as well. The big fucking moose, uh, not a moose, a goose. Just fly. <laughs> a moose would be amazing. Second story, a moose flies in. So you're saying, I mean, I know that in San Diego, they had that killer whale who was a bit dangerous. And you trained that, did you, as well? But you're saying to me now it's the that new you, walk, you walk across to your kitchen and fucking pigeons walk with you. Yeah, it happens quite often. It happens quite often. They know that some that sometimes they come here. In the Do you know them by name and stuff like that? Or? No, but I've not named one Blackie. Because uh, black, you're racist. No, he he was actually being teased by the other pigeon. So what I did is every time if they came three pigeons, same three pigeons in the beginning, it was almost like three, four of them. They used to like live here and wait for food because I gave them like every day. Yeah. I buy this muesli. What do you call it? Have they ordered this? Have they? Do I they, don't eat it. Do they come to the kitchen, shake they their head? They kind of ordered it. When you've got Weetabix, they're yeah. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And, they don't and like they're like it. putting their beak to the back of the yes. cupboard. That one, mate. Not exactly. But for one time, the three of them uh, came. Three of them? There's always three? In the beginning, yeah, with three same pigeons. You can recognize all three of them. And one of the pigeons was getting picked on by one of the pigeons. And one was just left pecked alone. Picked on. Pecked on, yeah. yeah. So one was just left only eating. And the other one was just constantly... 
uh, having a go. Yeah. Like you socially. So what I did is every time it did that, I hit the window. So they all flew away and yeah. they came back five seconds later and they did that again. And I kept on doing that for days until it stopped. And now then, and then they start eating. So they can learn. Wow. Yeah. So next next thing is just make them dropping bombs. That'd be great. Why are you not in like ISIS and stuff like that and 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 and, and creating like love? Yeah, 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 it's a secret. (laughs) No, but why are you not in there creating love and and passion? I'm creating stuff. I'm training animals for ISIS. (laughs) (laughs) By giving them special muesli. I mean, you know, you said pigeons who gave like you know. Lettuce and shit uh, in the Middle Ages. Why not just give them tiny... Lettuce and shit? You know, you, uh, 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 you gave them a letter or the foot. You know Game of Thrones and the Vo- and Vikings isn't real. You know that, They used you? to do that in reality. You what, throw that? lettuce? No, no, no. Not no lettuce. Letters. Oh, lettuce. Yeah, yeah cool. What the fuck? What the fuck did Game of Thrones do with lettuce? <laughs> no, but I thought you were talking about like the, the vegetable lettuce. Yeah. And I thought you like yeah they used to give them lettuce. I was like, what? Why is that Viking Game of Thrones though? Well, Game of Thrones they feed like carrots to dragons and shit. The fuck are you? <laughs> I've I seen the you, vegan I Game thought, of Thrones. I thought you meant because in that in that show they usually have that you know what do you call the Brie of in Swedish? What do you call it in English? You know a, a, a pigeon that that gives pigeon carrier like messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah messenger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They do have that in Game of Thrones. I thought you meant that. It's like they did that in real life. That was. <laughs> It's not fucking fantasy. With a big lettuce on their beak. All right. Nothing so, like this. football. Yeah. Um, it was quiet, and now it started to kind of really happen, isn't it? With big, big... The big money's coming yeah, in. Yeah, the big money's really... I mean, every year you think, like, fuck, it's not going to be like this again. But this is reality now. I mean, you have you have teams moving players for over 100, pl- 100 million plus uh, a transfer window I mean, 95 million they're talking about with Pogba yeah and they the rumour was really hot round about the quarter final stage of the Euros yeah and then it kind of softened a bit and then it's re- it's back on now it it's, sounds like it's going to happen yeah, Woodward is in Italy yeah I mean it's been back and on and Woodward go to Woodward or Woody Wad Wad not if Pogba wasn't Woodward, he pretty, would. Pretty funny. Woodward was there when they, when they. I mean, that must be one of the weirdest. He's twenty three. Yeah. Don't you think that's kind of strange? Don't you think some clubs should have some kind of pride in, like, do you know what? When we looked after him, he wasn't that good, and we didn't. You know, Ferguson we made a mistake. Now we can't buy him. Do you think they should have that rule? Well, I mean, that rule is a bit. It's not really pragmatic, is it? Uh, the rule is, it's, it's a pride thing. It will be like, oh, if you buy him, we, we're, we're going to tell the world we made a huge mistake. But everybody knows they made a huge mistake, like a season after he left. I mean, not three months after he left, they, yeah. everybody knew they made a huge mistake. He was straight into the Juventus team and was great. He but went on a free, did he? Free. Wow. We released him on a free. I mean, he didn't sign a new extension because he didn't get any chances. He got like a League Cup game. And yeah. the, it was Ferguson's fault. Yeah, I yeah. mean... So, so, to be honest, the last two, three years Ferguson was at United, he was still a great manager, but his transfers dealings got worse and worse for, for the years that went because he left United with not a really strong uh, group of players. It was strong. They won the league because it was Ferguson and because the other teams had poor years. Earlier, you could always see United and see, like, if somebody comes in there, they're going to inherit a great squad. But he didn't leave them a great, great, great squad. He left them a good squad. So I think that's... But, but yes, a lot of players who do that. I mean, now we're talking Götze back to Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, that, is that not really a shame for Dortmund? Because they'll probably buy him cheaper. They bought him cheaper than they sold him. If you look at the stats as well, he's got quite similar stats for what he's done with Bayern and Dortmund. Etch, you know. Yeah, but much fewer games. So, you know, no, yeah. no, quite similar. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was like 85 and 91 or something like that. Yeah, but his performances weren't, wasn't as good at yeah. Bayern. He didn't yeah. have an influential role. He didn't really get down the first team football. Score the winner in the World Cup. It's quite tough to kind of. But that's I think it's that's, like taking a shit on Everest, isn't it? It's like a problem for him. He scored the winner of the World Cup. It was the highest peak of his career. Went to Bayern Munich. Highest peak, Everest. Like it. You're always thinking. I like it. I was thinking peak because it rhymes with beak, and we're talking about pigeons. Ah, nice. <laughs> um, but is he? The Tottenham were in for him, weren't they? No, I don't think so. No, Liverpool were in for him probably because Klopp. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if that's true either. I think that's just rumours that fly around because Klopp is there and Tottenham. You know, just I just think I don't think they made a concrete, 
you know, bid for him. I think everybody kind of expected if he's going to go, he's going to go for a lot of money. And I think no other club than Dortmund would be willing to pay that because it's less of a gamble for Dortmund. He's been there before. He knows the club, the fans. So it's How was it when he left? Because he had that thing. It wasn't where, good at all. No, because he that, had that photo with the shirt. Well, not only that, he? he left a day before the Champions League That's final. That's right, yeah. I mean, Wembley, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, who does that? I mean, mm. so ridiculous uh, that he left before the final. And it happened to them again. Uh, so I, I feel sorry for them in that way. But in this case, it's fine because they're getting back cheaper. Uh, but it's kind of a pride thing for him as well. Do players want to return to their own clubs? Well, if they, f- if they feel they're going to get more of an opportunity, I think so. I, I just didn't think he left in a good way. I-, I-, I don't think he left in a good way. I know that, for instance, with Berbatov, when he was talking about when he was left United and some Spurs fans said, we need that striker. We need that striker again. A backup kind of striker experience and good, that kind of football. But 50% of the fans was like, no fucking way we want him back yeah. because of the way he left. For me personally, I'm a bit more pragmatic than that. I, if they don't leave like really bad, they slash, they've, you know, like IWO can never go to Arsenal after he did that at yeah. City, of course. That's too much. But if you just say like, I want to go to a big club and you get your move, you get there, it doesn't pan off. You can come back two years later. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, but it is a kind of, you know, fans react differently and players react differently. I saw a story today how Puyo has done an ad in Japan. And he goes, I'm Carlos Puyo. I am Spanish. And all the uh, all the Catland guys have gone fucking nuts on him, you know. Oh, yeah. um, but he plays a Spanish national team. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but he's, yeah. Yeah, but they're really sensitive in Spain, with in the Catland, the yeah. Basque. So they are they are sensitive, especially Catalan and Basque, of course, because they want to. A lot of people want to get off the Spanish, you know, nationality yeah. and have their own countries. But that if, I mean, if he didn't play for Spain and he went up and said I'm Spanish, yeah. and I can understand that Catalan will go, "What the fuck?" But yeah. the guy is a World Cup, a European Championship winner with Spain. I mean, that's ridiculous, stupid. I'll talk about Spain. They got a new manager. Yeah, Lepa the guy. He used to be a goalkeeper at Barca, manager. He got sacked for Porto. Actually, Wolves, who have just been taken over by some Chinese big takeover, 45 million, which didn't seem that much. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's what Hulk went for for a Chinese yeah, club. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, he was supposed to be rumoured to go in there, but he's decided to go to Spain instead of Wolverhampton. Um, big decision for everyone. Going back to Pogba, that amount of money that they're talking about, 95 million, you go into Krona. Nearly, a, I think it's a thousand. A billion dollars, yeah. A thousand million, yeah. Is he that worth it? Because I can understand Ronaldo, Messi, because they are game changers, man. How about Bale then? Was he worth it? Bale was what eighty. He was the no, almost. He was almost hundred million as well. Yeah, he was. He was hundred million euros at least. So the sum that says that it's as close to hundred million pounds there as well. So Pogba will eclipse Bale with like ten million, maybe. Uh, but I'm, I'm asking when we sold Bale when Tottenham sold Bale it was the same thing there nobody wanted him to leave because but we understood that he's Real Madrid he's not playing Champions League we gotta give let him move on I mean, and he had that amazing season um, two amazing seasons in a row he had two ama- he had one amazing season with Modric Modric left and he was a star man totally by himself and yeah. so, so uh, I think I don't think I've seen it's not too many sides that he'd grab the game by the scruff of the net and and he was just scoring, he was creating, he was doing everything. Yeah, he was the far, by far our best player. And, yeah. you know, it was, it was just like, give the ball. It was one of those situations, give the ball to him. Yeah, and yeah. we'll hope it'll solve itself. Yeah. Uh, which he did a couple of games. So, but nobody, who's worth that? I mean... It's a different player, though, but Pogba, if you look isn't at- it, than, than someone like Bale, Messi or Ronaldo? Because you've got that attacking... He's more, you know... I find him more of a midfielder than... He is the, a more amazing. Yeah, but the, and the other three, you know, he's not. But is it fair not, that he's just goal scorers and game changers that exactly a lot well, of that's money. what they say about the Balloon Dior? It should be like uh, Ballon Dior. Uh, it should be. Uh, it's a balloon. It's, it's a, a bloody Balloon Dior. There's a balloon, balloon <laughs> with the name of the player, right? And you got hundreds of names, and then you, you shoot the balloon. Open the door, yeah. and if there's a balloon out there, you've won it. Um, 
you know, it's like this whole thing about the, they never pick defenders or yeah. goalkeepers. It's always goal scorers. I think the Ballon d'Or is, is troublesome for two reasons. First of all, the, it's always the one, the strikers usually. If it's not the striker, it's somebody who won the World Cup. Yeah. So I mean, that's also ridiculous. I, I, don't, I don't get... I mean, if you're going to be based on that, then that the Euros have a big impact on it. Then it should be Ronaldo because he won it. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you look at who was the important player for the tournament, I would have picked Pepe. Uh, ahead yep. of uh, anybody else, actually. I think Pepe was the most important player for the team that won the whole tournament. Yeah. Uh, he was, he, without him in, in Portugal, I don't know if they would have won the tournament. You know, without Ronaldo, they might have won. <laughs> I mean, you never know. But, but yeah, I, I think it's unfair. Of course, midfielders can be worth as much. I mean, goalkeepers has uh, incredible devalue, devalue value. I mean, if you look at the Gea, would you say that United are not much more dependable on De Gea than any other player in the team that they had for the past three years. And we're we talking Angel Di Maria, we're we talking Rooney or, or Martial and all that, and they all cost way more oh, yeah, yeah, than him. Yeah. And when he was leaving for Real Madrid, was still less than Angel Di Maria. And you, yeah. can, you can argue he's younger than Angel Di Maria, way younger. He's got a longer career because he's a keeper. So signing him, you would have him for 15 years or 12 or whatever on top level for half the price yeah, yeah. where is that worth it and, and game changers the goalkeeper is definitely a game changer yeah, if yeah. he has a great game he gets three goals out of the way then you need a bail to score three fantastic games he does that in a year so I mean it's just I, I don't see the level of uh, so Pogba is he worth 100 million I don't think so no but is he one of the best is his position definitely and he's 23 Exactly. That's really. Important. I mean, that's the thing. If he was twenty-eight, you would say best is in, in yeah. his position. You would say that. Yeah. So but Hulk. How old is he? Twenty-nine. I think he's twenty-nine. He went to forty-six million more than Hull. Hulk cost more than Hull. Wow. A uh, wolves. Sorry. Wolves. Yeah, that would be much better with Hulk. Yeah, it would have. But a uh, Wolverine. A Wolverine. Hulk is more expensive than Wolverine. Uh, um, million. Wow. Don't make me angry. Wow! You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Are the you trying fuck? to do the whole compression? Or? What the fuck's going on? What is going on in China? How long time can this take for them to be one of the better, one, to be a, a really competitive league? If they continue this way, if the next transfer window is the same and the next transfer window is the same, we're talking they're spending more than Italian clubs, Spanish clubs, German clubs. I mean, how long can it take before they actually are a good... But does that make a better league? If they continue doing it for year after year... Then sooner or later they'll affect. I mean, the players will get better. They're playing against better players. But then they're only getting like three or four marquee players at the moment. At yeah. the moment, but you know. And then if they buy, if they have it for another season, maybe they'll have six or seven. But I feel like you know, it's not only mar- there's so many. You can't have twenty five marquee players. You know, no. you can have like five, six. But yeah. we're up to twenty now. I mean, yeah, yeah. big signings, expensive bigs, and some players that went to China. A lot of people don't know them. Uh, that well because they played maybe in Russia like Techera he played for Russia a great player we haven't seen him that much in European team uh, leagues except for Russia that we don't follow that much you know we don't watch that many games he went to China Yeah, yeah. he was linked to Liverpool and all sorts of big clubs he went there so we're not talking about 32 year old marquee players that go to MLS we're talking 25 year old 26 year olds yeah I mean I think it's gonna it's gonna happen sooner or later I think they need to change the, the, the system of uh of how many foreigners they can get yeah, I of think course so. yeah. otherwise it'll be like any other league you have three great players in the team and then 12 that's you what know. I'm saying it's gonna yeah. um, but it's but they're making they're pushing a lot what of what would money. you do you're 28 China come in for you or you could go across the premiership well of course if you ask us who's not professional football we will always go to you know our clubs I'll go to Premier League or talk, of course I'll, I'll do that. No, go across. You're playing for Tottenham and then... Uh, if I would do it. Yeah. I, I mean, if I, if I already had a career until 28, I had a good, decent career, I'm not the top player of, of, of the world. I'm yeah. like... A lot I'm, of them aren't the top players, no. are they? So if you, if you take like a Nasser Chadley, if yeah. I was Nasser Chadley and China came in for me, I would probably leave. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's too young. Maybe some old 28-year-old guy who's a fringe player at a Premier League club. Lee Caramel. Lee Caramel, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck Run to China, mate. Take the first plane to Pull China. Pull your shorts up and I mean, go I'm to China. I'm telling you, fucking go. Not you, mate. That's I fine. Mean, and like Joey Barton and stuff like that. They should tell their agent now when they're yeah. 31, 32, get me a fucking deal to China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's two more... Yeah. He's not going to be a part of a big, uh, you know, a, a great project. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're not going to be. I mean, if you're 31 years old, it depends what you see as a great project. If you want to take up your boyhood League Two team up, yeah, and that will make you incredibly happy. Fine, yeah. but as we know, most football doesn't work that way. Everybody who kisses the badge a year later, they get sold for a big club and they're happily leaving. So you know, if the, if the money is the thing, when you get your toilet and you and you know, I think it would be interesting to go like for Hulk. He already made that change when he left uh, uh, when he left Porto and Russia. He already yeah. did that. He went for the money, like Vitzel did. They all, yeah. they both did it already. So why not take the next step to China, and make even more money at yeah, an yeah. older age? And you're going to be a superstar there. It's a new league. It might be fun for them to you know. And as we said before, these players are Brazilians. Most of them are Latin Americans. For them, Europe is not as enticing as it is for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Newcastle have gone in and they've got Hanley from Blackburn. The fans were singing last night at a friendly between Doncaster and Newcastle. Sissoko, we want you to go, right? <laughs> Newcastle fans. Um, I think, I, yeah, I think because they think they'll just get the money. He yeah. was shit for them last season. He's very inconsistent. Every, yeah, that's what we said during the, yeah. the European Champions. We said that when we sat in the studio at that Super League, said as yeah. well, oh, he's been great. And I had to tell him, like, I don't know how much you saw of last yeah. season. He's incredibly inconsistent. And yeah. that's the biggest problem for me with Sokol. He's not 19. I mean, he's still young. But, but it's a lot of money. Because they've... Um it looks like Liverpool are in for... Vinaldo instead. Yeah. Uh, and they were linked with Sissoko as well. And they got a guy from Augsburg yesterday, defender. Yeah, Clavin. Yeah. Yeah. He's a 30-year-old Lithuanian international. Experienced, uh, yeah. de- decent, good... Se- he's basically uh, a make-for-make uh, uh, replacement for Kuluturia. He's yeah. a five-year younger version. You know, just a young, experienced guy who's, who's kind of comfortable with, with his feet. He can play the ball out, and he's also played emergency. And Skirtle went to Fenerbahce, yeah. and then the fucking revolution began. So, uh, yes, yeah. so Liverpool probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skirtle came. But Skirtle, since Skirtle left for, yeah, for Fenerbahce, a, fuck, a bomb has exploded in the airport, killing thousands, uh, hundreds, and then a fucking coup. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you will chaos. Do you want to go to Turkey at the moment? I that, don't think so. That at prime, all. and that prime minister is insane, by the way. So. I think, I think Turkey. There was a lot of players going and making a bit of money going there, and I think they won't be going anymore. It's a good league as well, and all of yeah. that. I mean, I think if you if you're talking about you can't get a good deal in the Premier League, for instance, your Premier League player, and you get like France, Turkey, Portugal, Holland. Yeah. Then definitely Turkey is, is probably the. I mean, when you're talking about level of football, fans, money, there's a lot of it there. But now worry, with the political, I yeah, worry yeah. now about Champions League and stuff. I don't know if oh, yeah, teams yeah. will want to go there. No, no, no. Security and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I that. agree with you. It's just not a great, great time to go. Talking to Champions League, Celtic, your man Rogers turned it around after a turned it around. Eh? after a humiliating defeat. Incredible defeat. Yeah, um, the worst in Scottish. Football history, they say. Did, had they played the game when we recorded the pod? No, we didn't talk about this. Uh, yeah, we did because the, we talked about the sky. Yeah, it, it, someone was like a dentist and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. But did we say that in the pod? Yeah, they, yeah. they lost one 0 to Lincoln Redden. Okay, I, I saw I saw an interesting discussion where they had like Stevie Nichol, Shaka, and a couple Shaka Islip, a couple of others got a question on Sokanet. And I was wondering. When you mention Shaka, don't say Shaka, just say Shaka, his lot. Shaka. Yeah, but he's not your friend. How do you know? Could be Shaka Khan. Yeah, but that's my friend as well. (laughs) Oh, Granite Shaka. (laughs) (laughs) He's a gooner, though. But no, but that interesting question. What was the most humiliating defeat? Was it England losing to Iceland, Celtic losing to Red Imps? Or Germany losing, uh, winning against Brazil last season? Brazil losing last season. Yeah, good question. And it was quite interesting. What, what, do you, what do you say is the most, you know, what, what's... I think Iceland, England losing to Iceland, looking back now, wasn't that surprising when you think of... 
Okay. You know, for you know, I think maybe not su- that surprise. Celtic losing to Cyprus was a shock, but the most humiliation was definitely Brazil. That was the biggest. Se- okay. Seven one. They were humiliated. Fine. Yeah. And the biggest surprise. Well, when you look at it now, the Celtic because of the the gap between yeah. who was playing. The problem with that game, when I was thinking, when they were all having discussion as well, what is that? The problem with that game is that they did have another leg. So you know, yeah. they, they could. It wasn't as important. And they didn't show all their character. They, you know, they showed their, <laughs> their character when they got back. It was a bit funny. Imagine Rogers' warm up talk for the second leg. Though was like. You can't fucking lose this. <laughs> you really can't lose this, man. If they would have lost it, would he get sacked? I think, I think he would have had to win every tournament he was he was in. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From there on. Not the, oh yeah, Scottish, Scottish Cup and the yeah, well, Scottish they should win Cup. that anyway. Yeah, yeah, but Rangers are up this year, so yeah, that's that'll be interesting. See how much they can get back yeah. to the old Joey Barton is at Rangers as well. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. That's a good signing. Yeah, um, very good. So, but we talked about Vinaldum and Pool. You had an interesting fact that Liverpool has bought since two thousand and eleven eleven two hundred and sixty five million from four clubs. Wow, wow. Two thousand eleven. We're talking yeah. five years, four clubs. Southampton, Newcastle, Villa, and Sunderland have spent. It's 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 baffling. It, it's absolutely baffling. We're talking you, sixty-five million a club. They spent sixty-five million per club of those four clubs for yeah. the past five seasons. Yeah, but we're talking ten millions a year, fifty millions a year. They spent. It's just. But if you look at the signings that have worked, you know, Carroll didn't work for Newcastle. No. Um... They also got Benteke, Benteke, Downing, Henderson's just come right. Lambert didn't work, but no. he wasn't so much. Klein has worked. Lalana has kind of worked, yeah. but not for the money. Yeah, I told you. I think I said that for me, the most of these signings, Liverpool have bought players that are not star star super player because superstar players like Pogba, you have to pay over the top, right? Yeah. You have to pay hundred million. If you get Alexis Sanchez, he will cost you forty five, sixty million, fifty million. Or, or Erzil but Liverpool has spent these kind of amount of money on players they might develop to superstars and they haven't yeah so yeah. but we talked about this before I said this for two years really but I think it's just getting clearer and clearer of everybody considering they didn't even finish in Europe and everybody talking they came to the final they came to the final they ended up with nothing yeah. and they're not playing Europe they finished seven I mean way after a lot of Premier League clubs with their outspend for sure it's probably one of the wor- you, but, worst transfer policy clubs in the world. But then you've got Klopp this season, so it, what, it's, huge it's, difference. He's got his preseason. Huge difference. Um, huge. I see. Uh, how they much? made one great signing. That was Klopp. Great signing for Liverpool. The rest of the signings has been atrocious. Atro- no, embarrassing. Embarrassing. They've been embarrassing because they have a recoup shit. I mean, if they recoup a lot of money, uh, it's fine. But they didn't. How much emphasis on? Um, uh, friendlies do you, do you nothing think? no no I used to do it but 
season for season, especially when you follow your own team, you kind of that's how you get the feel. And I feel like for seasons we've had some great preseasons at Spurs, you know, really good. And then we start the league and and it's shambles. I remember the best example of that was when we had um, Juan de Ramos. We just won the League Cup. Yeah. We bought a lot of players like Bentley and uh, Giovanni dos Santos, Modric and Barbara were already there. And uh, preseason went great. And the last preseason game, a week before the start, we're playing Roma at White Hart Lane. We thrashed them 5 0, right? We mm. crushed the shit out of them. I mean, horse them. Yeah, horse them. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing for Roma, but that was one of their first preseason games. Yeah. And we were like, uh, so we thought, fuck, this is going yeah. to be great. And that was actually the first game of that Premier League campaign up in Middlesbrough when I told yeah. you before with my sister. That was that season. And uh, it was fucking horrible and then we had one point out of eight games oh yeah I remember that yeah, and then Redknapp yeah. came and, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we get the final league cup didn't win it but we finished like 10th or something yeah like yeah nine. yeah so that season I really remember we had such a great preseason I remember my yeah. friend he was telling me he was like Tottenham will fucking they can, they're outsiders this year right I was like nah and another friend said they're fucking outsiders yeah, they're yeah. outside and we fucking got horse but the rotation policies kind of come into play now so you've got a, it seems you've got bigger squads you know, like last night, Liverpool played Huddersfield. We fucking horsed them by losing 2 0. <laughs> but um, we changed our whole team, you know, second half. I think yeah. we kept the striker on. Uh, Liverpool made so many substitutions that they had to bring the reserve goalkeeper on as a centre forward. Never seen that before. And then the 90th. What? Did they? The third goalkeeper, yeah. Jay, they got an injury or what? They got an injury. Oh, so he was the twelfth, twelfth substitute. Yeah, so he was like the last. Like they must have had three keepers. Uh, what the fuck? Did he had three. Keepers? Oh no, he had no. Uh, Mingle wasn't there. All right. So they just had two keepers, and they'd used all their substitutions. Like Coutinho was all in tracksuit, so they couldn't put another guy back on. So he came on as a striker. They got like a ninetieth minute penalty. Town fans and Liverpool fans were chanting, give him the penalty. But Marino took it Whatever, uh, yeah. and scored. Um, it would have been a bit... I think that's been a bit wanky if you if you do that, especially when it's only 1-0. It is wanky. It's wanky against the opposition yeah. team as well. It's a friendly yeah. fucking try to. But, but you, you talked about... But I think I think with, with, with like the pre-season and stuff like that, I mean, um, it... It's very interesting now how the teams are settling. Like, I know Manchester City lost yesterday to Bayern Munich. Yeah, but... but it doesn't matter. It doesn't you know? matter. And what uh, matters is actually... The op- I read the report from the game mm. and saw a few highlights from it. Mm. Uh, you know, you can even see when they finish, they shoot over and they just run casually. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But the thing what does matter is how... For the manager to see the commitment of the players. That's it. It's yeah. just internal. And, for instance, after that game... I saw the highlights and after the game Pep was actually kind of praised because he was so livid on the sidelines he was like on giving instructions yeah, talking yeah. a lot so they lost 1-0 but came out from oh that's a great preseason result yeah, 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 it's, yeah. A, it's a good preseason result it's Bayern yeah. he didn't get 5-0 it doesn't matter at all he just they're in for get the Belgium as well from Schalke um, they're chasing him um, City Sani no he's not Belgium he's German Oh, is he? Yeah. He was in the German squad. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, son, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's, been chased, he's been chased for a while now. Both from, uh, but City, he's been linked with City ever since Pep said he's, yeah. le- he's leaving for City. So apparently there's some huge... Uh, but with money. a huge amount of money flying about, someone like Pogba, then you look at Kante to Chelsea, 30 million. That's a fucking steal, man. Yeah, I mean, considering that, that other players caught 35, 30... Yeah. It's not a steal. It's not a steal. It, it, they, they paid up for him. 30. He's a, really? He's a third of what Pogba would be? I'd have Kante any day, mate. Yeah, of course we would have Kante every day. But it's, well, it's basically one season. He's been amazing for one season. Uh, he had his breakthrough, he's young. But 30 million, that sounds like something what a good player should cost. It's just that everybody else is too fucking expensive. I mean, if you look right. at County 30 and I'm 15, then you start to understand yeah. that, yeah, maybe it's a steal. I mean, I'd go for 15 million pounds, which is a good sell from Liverpool, by the way. Not only good, uh, bad buys, but good selling. And then you see Lucas Digne from P- PSG, who's a full-fledged international for France, 
have a, has a good career, is a decent player, goes to Barcelona for 13.8 million. Yeah. And he's probably going to go there instead of Barca, for instance, left as well. And he left, not for, he left for like 14 million as well to, to Dortmund, I think it was. What the fuck is going on? What, what, what? I think Messi pays his tax, though, for him. So that's... Yeah, no, that's a crazy good. amount. It's fine. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding? I mean, I remember that time we got found about eight million for Spurs. And I remember why the fuck is he going for eight million and like fucking Downing is going for twenty? What is the logic in that? But the year is two thousand sixteen. The world's in a bit of a weird place. We've got people chasing fucking Pokemon carry on. <laughs> and now Sam Allardyce is going to be revealed as the uh, England manager. You're still shocked about that. I kind of like just, it. I like it. I just think it's... But they've tried it. They've tried Capello. They've tried Sven. No, but they tried the wrong they've tried. No, they've tried all the, the ones that no, have won around... According to me, they haven't tried different styles, okay? They, they kept their fucking Hoddle, McLaren, this bullshit. They tried the... I would say they've tried the English thing. It doesn't work. Hoddle was the one who went best for, but then he's an insane character, apparently. And then uh, we had McLaren. McKeegan. Absolutely ridiculous, McLaren. Keegan didn't work out that great. Uh, I mean, it was years ago. That, yeah, it's, a bit yeah. diff- it's a bit different. But then if you look at uh, Hod- Hod- uh, Hodgson, definitely yeah. didn't work. So I would say they tried the English thing. The foreign thing... I mean, you can't just say a manager comes here, it's a foreign. You have to see what kind of manager. Mm. For me, they've had similar managers. They've had McLaren, Hodgson... Uh, yes, men. For the FA. Yes, ma'am, for the FA. They'll be like having Southgate going on. It'll be another yeah, Southgate. Yeah. They'll be just as it is. Uh, so that the, that is this manager. And Sven Jorn Eriksson was like them, but Swedish. Yeah, Same yeah. kind of manager. Football, similar footballing attitude, yeah. similar media, a way similar talk with the players. They're very similar kind of, you know, they're old and not that extra, extravagant. Yeah. And then I thought we've got to take a completely different way of manager but did they take a completely different way of manager they took Capello who's also another sturdy I would say they need to get like like you said Slavin Bilic or a Guardiola that kind of manager I mean I'm not saying that that experience that you know famous but that kind of footballing manager that's what they need they need a footballing manager yeah yeah and if they're gonna keep on doing this stick with an Englishman and you know ah rough and tough then Allardyce is great if, they, if this is what they want, I think if if you're thinking if uh, if you only go in English, and there's no other choice. Yeah, there, there is no other. Cho- What's the choice if you're going in English? Yeah. Even if you went British, you would at least have like a Rogers or Moyes in that contention, at least something. But you're going you're going English, and and the what and the other po- person who was interviewed was Steve Bruce, and the third one was talking was Glenn Hoddle. He hasn't managed for fucking fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's weird. If, if, if they decide for this, then they go, Aladar. they haven't really changed anything. But I still think You Aladar, don't think so? What have they changed? With, with... Allardyce and Hodgson? You don't think they've... <sighs> no, I don't think it's that big. I think they're different managers, and I do... I, I like Allardyce much more yeah, as yeah. a person, and even tactically I like him much more. But they're similar kind of way. They play kind of direct. They play kind of, you know, sturdy, a little counter-attacking. See, I think Hodgson... If you look at Hodgson's full... Tried time, not to play direct. But yeah, yeah. That no. had, was tactically but that's found the thing. out. That's the thing. When he came with this squad, yeah. everybody was talking about, you know, we've got to play the same English. It doesn't work. You have to give him one credit, Hodgson, right? He, he did try to change and come up with a new style of play that England was used to. But it went horribly wrong. Really and no, mi- had no plan B either. He was so <laughs> stuck in the We, we in said this ways. before the championship. Before the championship, this is what we're saying. I had a fucking Rooney rant, right? And I don't know if that came so perfectly well, how good that fucking rant was when you think about it. It's ridiculous. I had that rant because it was stupid. It's absolutely stupid. It's like saying, well, Gary Cahill is in the English national squad. He's pretty good in the head, right? Let's make him a fucking target man up front. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is going on? But He's it- an absolute... Idiot. Allardyce won't do that. He won't do that. He won't... They won't get relegated. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but it's very interesting what they say, like, what's the difference then between England and Wales and Northern Ireland? And I, I read a quite a good article about how Wales, when Toshak took over, he wasn't tactically, you know, this flamboyant, not at all. You know, there's a the whole thing about him and Robbie Savage. He didn't have a mobile phone. 
you know that yeah. thing yeah. Um, but he got all the ages every they, they started from young and they all played the same system so they yeah. knew tactically exactly what they had to do that guy Chris Gunter who's like 25 26 he's he got a, 73 caps for yeah. Wales he was a Spurs yeah yeah but he's got fucking, you know, he's so experienced now, and he knows when he goes on the pitch, he knows exactly what to do. But you know, and I wonder. I mean, Coleman has done nothing up until Wales. Oh, well, he was in something that. So let's just get that. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and he got Fulham. He did well yeah, with Fulham, he did well but he didn't. You know, he wasn't well, a world beater. No, but I think there's a difference there as well. These teams doesn't have any pressure on them too. To, 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 to succeed right so they have the time to do this they have the time I think when uh, Mark Hughes was manager for Wales I think since then especially they really had a similar idea from how to play but they've changed tactically difference even when uh, when he was there Gary Speed were there yeah. I know they played a 3-5-2 a couple of times with uh, Gareth Bale as a wing back I saw a, a game uh, I don't know which country I was I was in some other country and I saw Wales play and, and Bale was playing wing back back then when he was a Spurs uh, so they have changed a little bit it's not exactly the same system but I think for them it's just they've built a national continuity that people will find a fight for the country and really want to do it like Portugal had it's really important at national level and maybe that that's why they succeed I don't know that it's because they play the same way I mean Spain has done that but it's not only in the Spain national team a lot of players who get picked for Spanish national team yeah. come from club that plays that way like Barcelona a bit like Real Madrid but would you do you think Allardyce will go in and, and not play these big time Charlies you know these kind of do you well, think what, he, what big time Charlies does England have no uh, Wilshire oh, he won't play Wilshire if he was injured the whole season, 35 minutes, he wouldn't do a Hodgson. Yeah. He would definitely not take him in. Yeah. I think he's... Do you think he'd play Rooney where he played him? Wow. Mm. I'm hoping for England that he will come in and be a bit different. I am, yeah. Uh, because this is the case. I like him as well. Like, Yeah, like I love that. Media-wise. I love like, him. There's that yeah. thing when Mourinho had a go at him. I love him. And he was like... I don't give a fuck what he thinks. Brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant. brilliant. I love him. He's great. I really like the character. I, I think. But I'm, he still also thinks he should be manager of Real Madrid. Well, that's that's well. Yeah. He's got a massive ego. Well, I think you have to have a massive ego if you're going to be either top football or top manager. I, I, the thing about everybody picking a Ronaldo, how do you think they get that well, that good? How do you think they get that good? By being assistant manager of Sanchez. <laughs> that's a good one. I just think that. They have it in their head that I, I don't ha- want to be the best player. I am, a, I am the best player. I just need to realise that. Allardyce is quite ahead of everybody with nutrition, training, kind of um, different kind of uh, regimes, like yeah. health, fitness. You know, he's not in the dark ages. And I, th- I feel he's sort of lost a bit of the long ball thing. Newcastle fans hate him. You know, well, yeah, I think Newcastle fans hate him for for you know weird reasons. I don't think it was the, the failure at Newcastle. Can you really just put that down to Allardyce? I mean, he Ooh. did have a great, great fucking new owner there who changed him straight away after. I mean, I just don't think that that's a capital failure on his record completely. Every other club he's been at, he's been a, he's done a good job, but he's good at not getting relegated and getting medium team getting better. His best stint was, of course, in Bolton, yeah. where he got a fucking nonsense team to be reg- European regulars. I mean, almost. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that that's that's his biggest achievement, and I think he did good at West Ham. But then, when you see Slaven Bilic the next season, yeah. you're wondering. Did he really do that well, or did he just put the foundation for Village to keep on? And also, they played a bit long ball when he, you know. There's no doubt about that. He plays direct, right? Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no going around. He doesn't play short triangle football. That, that's ridiculous. And he, I don't think he will. Say and that also, himself. I think Hodgson's England got confused about what they were doing anyway. Ah, oh, completely. Yeah. Of course, they play the qualifying game with a Hodgson who plays like Hodgson. Then they go to the European Championship and he changes everything. Yeah. He changes every position for every player, out of position, formation, they get a result. style of play. They get a result and he makes six changes. Oh, he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, who made, who made... I mean, Hitler didn't even make that many changes when they were done. I mean, that tells you something, right? I think he'll be good in tournament football as well. And I think... He, yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's really it's 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 a fun choice. You can say that. Maybe it's not as exciting as like Pep would come or something like that. Yeah. It's a fun choice. It's much more fun than Hodgson. Hodgson was never fun. It was yeah. nothing fun with Hodgson. Not his style of play. Not his media way. Not his talking to me. He's a boring fuck. He doesn't say bad things. So as a club manager, you'd probably be happy with him. You know, being defensive yeah. all the time. But as you know, neutral watching the game, he's sitting there having this. I mean, you you literally fall asleep during his interviews. He's absolutely boring as fuck, Hodgson. Yeah, and you can't, Sorry, mate. And you can't believe that he's been to like 15 countries and coached when you see his football. What the fuck? Yeah, I think he has a lot of shit. Yeah, it's interesting. He's been. At, he was at Inter. He was at Switzerland. Yeah, and he's been to Malmo. He's been to Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, he's been to a host of clubs. But that system of play used to work back then. Uh, and I don't know how it is. It'll, it'll be fun to see. It'll be really fun to see, but I'm not that sure. Uh, talking about transfers earlier, Umtiti was is done for Barcelona. Yeah. He, he was debated before the European Championship, but now it, it was done now. Yeah. So you're strengthening defence with both Digne and Umtiti. I think we mentioned Umtiti last time. I did a joke about Titi. Yeah, maybe. Titi. All right. Yeah, we talked about he's linked, but he's definitely done. Otherwise, I think that's most of it Nora Scherping uh, lost to Rosenborg a 5-4 in aggregate yeah. but they were 2-0 down and they got back to 3-2 yeah so, so good result on the night but for Swedish football, I think one more goal would have been an away goal would have got there but yeah but unfortunately that's not happened. they didn't do uh, imps uh, well Celtic went through with the 3-0 uh, and then tactic. in Allsvenskan well Nora Scherping had a 3-3 draw before this game uh, quite funny uh, in Allsvenskan on Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, on Sunday with four games, all four drew. One, Elsbury score 1-1. One, one. Oiko Malmö, which is the top game, 1-1. One, yeah. one. Hammerby, Falkenberg, 3-3. Three, three. Örebro, Hecken, Falkenberg were 3-0 up as well. Yeah, um, great result. Uh, for Yefle winning again at Kalmar, at home to Kalmar. So they're picking up. Yeah, but they're still five points away from the uh, from playoff place. Yeah. So they quite down with Falkenberg as well but as we look at the top of the table uh, half the season is all uh, have is one game away for half the season Malmö is leading with three points over Norris Schöping and then it's pretty tight with Yves Koerbru and Oiko so maybe Malmö is back on, on form again I think it's important for Swedish football to have a team that can qualify in Europe Norris Schöping was great they won yeah. f- fell on first hurdle now so you know it's kind of Örebro having a good season up in fourth yeah, place. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. It's all Svenska. It's going to be summer now. Yeah. So half the players are going to leave <laughs> probably to club, which is really annoying for the transfer windows for the clubs, I think. I mean, and I, it's been a weird season as well because they've had to break up for the Euros. Euros, and then the transfer is going to come now. And yeah. Of course, a lot of players are going to leave. And I just find it really weird that the season starts when the transfer window is open. I don't like that at all. I think it's absolutely stupid. I think what they should have, the transfer window should be closed at, what, 10th of August? Uh, not 1st of September. Or maybe 1st of August. Yeah. Uh, close it 1st of August. Yeah, actually, close it. You need to have two weeks before the uh, league starts. Close it 1st of August, at least for England. Maybe 7th of August in Spain, because it's not a week later. And then in the winter transfer the January transfer window should be a fucking December transfer window 15th of December to 15th of January when all the European clubs has a fucking vacation with the players apart from the English teams yeah, yeah. but they need to start doing that as well yeah. England need to have need to have a vacation as well and that's where the transfer window should be I think it's absolutely change the game a deal blatter I mean it's fucking stupid I mean who doesn't think this if you're going to have transfer windows what manager would not want this the way to be. Every manager's complaint. Every small, if you're not Barcelona, Real Madrid, or stuff like that, every every manager would go like, uh, you know what? It's it's terrible. You start your season, and then all of a sudden, like United realizes, oh, we got an injury in our striker. Oh, we should have got another one. We're not going to promote a youngster. We'll just buy one from Hull or something, and then yeah. they're without a striker on transfer deadline. It, it's not fair. It's not nice. And and it does not promote youth players to be playing and it does not promote the national team at all like in England for instance if the transfer window was shut the 1st of August you start playing the league 20th August you get a, a long term injury on a defender right yeah. in normal cases that's what happened in the season you have to you have to promote somebody else for yeah. a backup now they can go just go and buy somebody which they usually do yeah. they usually do they buy like a 30 year old or something who'd cover up the hole 
And then we were back in. That that place could have been an 18, 19 year old product from the old youth youth squad, and maybe that'll help his career. But so the, the transfer window it's stupid. It's just fucking stupid. It should be closed in two weeks, uh, but it's not. And England should have a winter break. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I don't think you can argue with this anymore. I think it's, it's been for years now when it's getting grueler and grueler all the seasons. The teams are getting more fit they're getting more training yeah. as well because you know it's really rough now to start with anyways and when everybody else has a break and you don't have it yeah. I mean, it's going to affect you I mean you see the Euros so you see the, the the Champions League Europa League even the Spain is completely dominant England should have teams far ahead in the tournament because they're getting they're losing against teams where they buy the best players from yeah, so yeah. it's just it's stupid uh, you know um, James wasn't here. No, yeah, he was. He had just haven't said anything. <laughs> James would say anything. See ya. All right. Okay. Uh, that's episode one forty one. We were back next week. Hopefully, Allardyce will be in in the role. Yeah. We're kind of saying it before it's been announced, but we do believe it's going to happen. We have the scoop. It's a pretty long fucking episode. That's what she said. It's been a pleasure. Has Enjoy it? your pigeons. Keep feeding them. And make sure you feed them the right muesli. And Episode one forty. All of you to feel, uh, feel to give food to the pigeons. It's really important. I've got gigs next week, but I'll mention them next week. Okay, <laughs> talk to me Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.